Hello and welcome to Second Breakfast. I'm Ez. And I'm Matt. And we're back. Yeah. We're back with... Uh, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot. A lot of, lot of things to say, a lot of questions to ask. Yeah. Like first, who do you think you are? Ed. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Well, that's going to be our clip. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to get to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that at the end. You know, but, you know who I think I am? I'm just a chimp. Yeah, I'm just a chimp, apparently. You know? So. An idiot. That's who I am. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> all right. No, but in all seriousness, we got a couple things to talk about today. Um, yeah, some real controversial topics. Yeah. So we got, uh, we're going to start with something a little different. Normally, you know, we go jump right into Game of Thrones, Dragon Ball, whatever's going on there. But, guys, we know that you guys just listen to us because you like us. Um, so or sometimes like yeah, to hate or, us. Yeah, or like to hate us. That's fine, too. We appreciate it. Um, so we're going to talk the debacle that is the college football playoffs. Yeah, we are. Because it's, it's an explicit channel, as says so right it on. Is. It says, it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. Okay, so <laughs> let me first just say, That's yes, <clears throat> for complete objectivity. Yeah. Ez and I both went to Ohio State. Yeah, we did. We were born and raised in Ohio. Yep, it's true. But you can go back on my Twitter. Yep. I'm, I've said this, and I say this all the time. I'm fine with losing as long as you play by the rules. Right. Last year, I got so much hate on Facebook, on Twitter, from all of my fellow Ohio State brethren when mm-hmm. I said Ohio State did not deserve to go to the playoffs over Penn State. Yeah. Didn't think it was fair. Yep. I said Penn State should go. Now, last year, the gap between how good Penn State was and Ohio State was was a lot closer. Mm-hmm. This year, the gap between Ohio State and Penn State is not close at or Ohio State and Alabama is not close at all. Mm-hmm. And the whole reason they're taking Alabama is because it's ain't Nick Saban, who yep. is the most overrated coach in college football. I think the most overrated coach ever. Yeah. And they're just taking him because it's Alabama. Yeah. This is two years in a row where they've left out the Big Ten champ. Yeah. Two years in a row. Now, it comes last year. You know, I even, I'll even go I'll even go on record and say, I think the first year Ohio State got in, mm-hmm. I don't even know if they should have, the year they won it, I don't know if they should have been in. Mm-hmm. Don't know if it was fair mm-hmm. to leave out Baylor and TC. Remember, T, Baylor, TCU? Was yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. And, you know, what it because comes down to. For years in the BCS, Ohio State got a pass when the Big Ten didn't have a championship. Remember, the Big 12 did, remember, mm-hmm. for the longest time, and Ohio State would get the pass because it was Ohio State. I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, it comes down to where do you put your, like, what do you value? Is it strength of schedule? Is it um, whether you win a championship or not? The eye test? You know, all I think those different things. I'm starting to think it's whatever they can, whatever they can say without, and uh, whatever, one, makes the most money, and two, whatever they can say with, uh, is just easy. They do seem to be influenced. Uh, yeah. There does seem to be a way, you know, um, they have an ear, you know, in that uh, in the locker rooms and stuff. And so they're they're listening to coaches. Um, you, their whole goal, right, the committee's goal was to pick the best four teams. Right. At the end of the year, who are the best four? And when they kept saying that, it sort of meant, yeah, we're going to consider championships. Yeah, we're going to consider strength of schedule um, and all these different things. But at the end of the day, we're just going to decide what we yeah. think. And that's really it's, what we, and it's we a joke. see. You know, it's a here. joke. Yeah. Okay, so the top four, right? Okay, Clemson at number one. I'm fine with that. Clemson's 12-1. and one. But here's my question. So if Clemson had lost, 
Mm-hmm. Is Clemson is a two loss Clemson then more deserving than Alabama? A one loss Alabama who didn't get a play in their yeah, championship. Yeah, that was going to be interesting. What they lose? Just they lost to Syracuse, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have Clemson at number one, Georgia another twelve and one team at two, Oklahoma twelve and one team at three, Alabama an eleven one team at four, and then Ohio State at five. And then let's not forget you have a Wisconsin at twelve and one. Wisconsin mm-hmm. only lost Ohio State in the championship game, mm-hmm. so they still have right. There's, I mean, you, then you have the UFC Knights, thirteen and zero. I know and they're not in. And they're not in. That's that's a disgrace. And then the team who I think should be actually be in legit consideration, mm-hmm. number ten USC. Yeah, who's eleven and two. So here's my thing. Let me pull up some of these so guys. let's just go ahead and take. I just want to. I want to start with USC, right? So USC. Let me just let me just pull them. Let me just pull up their uh, their schedule. No, yeah, I want to pull up their schedule here. So my question is, as we come down here to USC, they're eighth now is where they're at. Mm-hmm. Sorry, they had a okay. So they lost to number sixteen Washington State University and number thirteen Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So if Alabama can get in, what what is the point of scheduling big teams? What's the point? Because if you can just be a Power Five team. Mm-hmm. Like, like, even take Wisconsin, for example, who's yeah. in the Big Ten. So Wisconsin moves all the way up to number four throughout the season, and then they get in because they're an undefeated Power 5 team. So Because right. it's, it's not like the NFL where to get to the playoffs, it, seeding matters. Because seeding does not matter mm-hmm. in the college football playoffs. You don't even need to try to be number one. You just need to try to be number four. Yeah. So if all you have to do is... Oh, it's all you have to do is be undefeated in your conference. What is what's the point of scheduling Oklahoma? What's the point of not scheduling teams like Mercer? Yeah, I think that's exactly what Alabama did. And here's here's why I say that because for the past several years, the the SEC and I get that it had been a stronger conference the last couple of years or whatever, but I think everyone had kind of said like they're they're not looking so hot, you know. And, and sometimes to get that gauge, you do have to play outside teams, other conferences and stuff to sort of see, you know, how how do, you know, how does your big dog rank up against, you know, the Big yeah. Ten's big dog or, or or whoever else. And they just don't. They Alabama said exactly what you just brought up there. We're not. We don't need to. They don't need to. They play in the SEC. They're the top dog. The SEC is considered. It just has. It's almost like a grandfather clause where they're. Yeah. The, the SEC just, just. It's almost like a guarantee that SEC champion. They're in there. Big Ten champ has been left out for two years in a row, which mm-hmm. is oh. unbelievable. It's kind of unbelievable. So it just shows that they don't have that much value in the championship. I don't think. So why even play it? I'd get rid of it. Because here's another thing. So here's so here's a question. How, how is it that Clemson? Right, because again, it, getting into the playoffs doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you're seated. Clemson now has an Clemson now has a disadvantage. Clemson, who was number one, has a disadvantage over Alabama because Clemson had to play another game, whereas Alabama gets more time off. So Alabama not only gets more time off, is number four, but mm-hmm. they have they had to rest because Clemson had to pay in their championship to get in. Yeah. So what's the point? What? What is the point? It is interesting that you know that playing that extra game, and that's you go back to like the Big Twelve and their whole decision to put they were they felt like they were kept out because they didn't play in the championship game, and then it was like, well, now wait a second, like now we put a championship game in, and then you see with the Big Ten, does yeah. that even matter? Well, I mean, so, I'm I'm just also thinking like 
how is it that Alabama just got a competitive advantage mm-hmm. to be number four because they get to rest their guys for an extra week, whereas Clemson had to play them mm-hmm. one more week? Who yeah. Their starter quarterback could have gotten injured. Right. Yeah, I know. It, it is kind of crazy. Like, it's almost like if you go undefeated. So say you go undefeated up to your conference championship. Should you just forfeit? Because, well, we'll at least go in at number four. Like, we don't even want to step on the field. What's right. the point? I, right. We just want to step on the field so we can go to the national championship. Right. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. It is an absolute <laughs> joke. Can we yeah. go back to the BCS? Yeah. Where the computers just decided. Mm-hmm. And then just take the top four teams. And that way, there's... But you, but you know, when... But now under the BCS, though, that are... Uh, yeah, that's that's where you then had teams going and playing. Yeah, you out had of conference. to. You had to to, you know, you had style points. All those things mattered. And now, do they? We don't know. It's it's basically the committee will come out every once in a while and they'll say we're gonna you know look at these teams and their resumes. We're gonna look at all these different things, but we're not gonna wait one category yeah. or another. Well, because we don't know is, what. Cause, so my question is under the BCS, right? The last year of the BCS. Florida State, who was undefeated, who mm-hmm. played a terrible schedule that year, was number one. Right? Mm-hmm. They were number one. They yeah. played Alabama just mm-hmm. because of the way the BCS worked, even though they had a terrible schedule. Yeah. So this year under the BCS, Wisconsin probably would have been number one. So then if Ohio State, I think the whole reason they put Wisconsin at four, an undefeated Power 5 team, mm-hmm. instead of three or two, mm-hmm. was so that way if Ohio State beat them, it would make a spot for Alabama. Yeah, I mean, then it, it's a it's a lot more. Ju- so if Wisconsin had been say number one and Ohio State beat them, then Ohio State would have beaten. Tw- how could you have kept them out? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that the committee had a different view on the Big Ten conference than I think most of people who analyze and look at college football. Because uh, seriously, right? Because yeah. they kept the Wisconsin Badgers. Basically, gave them. I mean, I get it. You know, they're saying they didn't have a lot of outside <clears throat> outside conference. You know, any big you know signature win there but they played in a tough conference what, like what are they not one of the toughest conferences in the nation i think oh, they, they had, were the number one were they conference yeah yeah okay Big Ten was the toughest conference yeah and they are big in the end were the toughest conference and our champ doesn't get in yep you know it's because for years and and the uh this now the, wait the, the sec was the rewarded biggest, for that and yep exactly that's the biggest bs was yeah. that the sec was always whoa they have to play each other right well what, what so tough. did we right exactly that's exactly right. It's like, wait a second, we have the game, yeah, Ohio State versus Michigan, the biggest game in all sports. Period. Period. And and like we're not rewarded for that. Nope. It, it was it literally like if they, if they lost to let's say if uh you know Alabama lost to Mississippi State or Ole Miss or any of these other teams or what have you they they brought up mm-hmm. Kentucky the like, what it's like they they would bring up Kentucky in the past I've heard this you know and it was like. You know, if they would lose to someone like Kentucky, well, it's an, it's an SEC team. I've heard people from the SEC team say if Kentucky were in, you know, like another conference or some of their lower uh, tiered, um, you know, football teams were in our conference, they would dominate. Get out of here. That is such a joke. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's absurd. But you're right. They were rewarded for years for being in just, being in the SEC, and it was almost like that's carried over, and people forgot to go back and check uh, strength of schedule, uh, and, and basically look at how all those shake out, um, which conference is considered. Yeah. You know, and all the an- here's here, so. What do you think should happen? What do you think they should do? Um, to solve it. Well, I think I, I it would be nice to sort of know where the weight is going to be. If the weight is going to be just win your conference t- uh, championship, yeah. if that let's say that clearly that's not what it is, right? But if that were what it if they came out tomorrow and said 
that's where we're going to put a lot of the onus, right? If you, you have to do that. Okay, cool then. I'm not going to schedule so uh, schedule Oklahoma. I'm just going to focus on keep my team healthy. We're going to develop, challenge ourselves a little bit. Yeah, we'll play some mediocre outside of a non-conference game, but then in conference we got to be ready to go, you know. And I would literally give my team time to prep and get in conference and go nuts. Yeah. Well, so so another thing. So Notre or excuse me. So USC also had to play nine conference games. Mm-hmm. Where Alabama only played eight. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Ohio State next year, here's what I'm thinking. Okay, we're Ohio State. I'm going to schedule Bowling Green, Toledo, Miami, Ohio University, and then just conference people. There's no point, and then just go undefeated. Then you just go undefeated, and you win your championship, and then you're in. And there's nothing anybody can say. There's no point in playing hard teams anymore. I don't see any. I do not see any reason to schedule big conference games if you are a Power Five team. Because Wisconsin right. proved it this year. All you have to do is be a Power 5 team and go undefeated, and you're in. Right. Because you have to make it the top four. Here's what I think they should do. I think they should make it the top six. Because the first two teams should get buys. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Because mm-hmm. the, there's, no, there's also no incentive to be number one. Mm-hmm. There's no incentive because you just play on neutral field. Yep. So if you can get in at number four... It's like Alabama. Alabama is benefiting from not having played in a conference. Yeah, they are. They get a, You're right. Because they have injuries, so they get a week off. So Clemson, to stay number one, has had to play in a conference championship game. Against a tough team. Against a tough team. Their players get injured, banged up. They get less time off than Alabama, who gets to walk in at number four. Mm-hmm. The same thing that the, the same thing last year in Ohio State got in. They didn't have yep. to play in the conference championship That's game. Right. And at least last year, Ohio State's strength of schedule was like, infinitely better than Alabama's was this year. They had beaten like yeah. they had beaten like three top ten teams. Yeah. And they were ranked high. Yeah. Really high. So like yeah, if Alabama sure. had done that this year, okay, I get it. This year Alabama is getting in simply because they're Alabama, which is a fucking joke. Yeah, and I mean, like you look at their their wins, you know, coming against what is it the um ranked against ranked opponents um Florida State time. who fell off and was a joke. Yeah, that I don't even count that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's like a little asterisk next to that. <laughs> um, yeah, LSU at 19, and then Mississippi uh, State, State at 16. That's it. And and those teams put up some points on them, and it, yeah. th- those were close games. Those were no, those were not blowouts. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just it's something. It's it's tough. I, I've always thought for years that just the SEC has been gifted this. Wow, oh, they're so tough. You know, it's just like wait, you know, I don't know. I think we. We play, and we go look at like um, I love to do this with my dad. Like we'll root for all the big, either the Big Ten teams in the bowl games because they play it to play other conferences, right? And let's just see, let's just see how good the Big Ten is out there. You know, you had Michigan State for a couple years went and represented really well in um, in some of their bowl games. And I'm trying to think of the last couple of years, um, in, the, in the Rose Bowl, we've done well in, in things for years and stuff. So I don't know. I, how, how do you solve it? I think yeah, six. Go to six teams. Okay, you could do that. Two teams get a buy. Um, See, they're, cause the, cause they're, they're saying they're saying that they, the, that the whole reason they don't want to expand is because then you start talking average schedules. What do you mean? They're saying like we don't want to reward average schedules. Mm-hmm. So like, or well, I think one of the problems is no one's bringing up a six team thing. That's all. It's either four eight. or eight. Yeah, I think yeah. six. Because I, I still I'm still seeing it's to me. There's no reason to. There, you don't have to try and be number one. You just need to try and be number four because mm-hmm. you play on neutral fields. 
It's all you do is wear a different jersey. There's no advantage to being number one as opposed to number four. Yeah. If Wisconsin had beaten Ohio State, they would have walked in on a on a pretty cake schedule. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they, I mean, they played their conference, which is the toughest conference, but they didn't play that many ranked teams. Right. So, the, I just see no reason to even try and be number one because if you get in, you're in. It doesn't matter who you play. I mean, I guess if you're four, you have to play number one, right? I mean, that's it. But right now, four Alabama has an advantage over one, and that shouldn't be fair. The whole point of being number one is you should have some sort of an advantage, mm-hmm. like yeah. home field, or just have or just have the first game of the playoffs at number one and number two, right? Nope. Alabama should have to go to Clemson to play that game. It shouldn't be on a neutral field, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mean in the in the championship game? In the in the semifinal. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. The playoff game. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Alabama should have to go to Clemson, yeah. and uh, Georgia should have to go to Oklahoma, right, or other way around. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like um, sounds like Nick Saban's got a lot of influence. Yeah, he he literally said I have to add influence people. Yeah. What? I, I, what does that mean? I don't know. How is that fair? I don't know. It's something because there really just is no rhyme. That, like the, you try to figure out what is the like like one year is it is it like year one of the college football playoffs? It's like strength of schedule. Year two, it's like well, we're now we're focused on championships or you know what I mean? Does it? Change I don't think year I, year I don't think you should be able to go if you're not a conference champion. What's their formula? Period. You know? I don't care if you're a one. I don't care if your conference champion is a two loss team or a three loss team. I simply don't think you should be able to go if you don't win your conference. Yeah, they try to compare. The, the problem is you try to compare these different conferences and you say, you know, well, one conference is is bigger, better, and tougher. Blah, this blah, is blah. this is it's, that's why you have six teams. The Power Five goes. Uh-huh. The conference champion of, of the Power Five goes, and then your sixth team is either an undefeated. What do they call them? Other team um, like UCF yeah, this year, Boise yeah. State, whatever they're called. Right. Yeah. They're not. They're like power. Like the Mountain West Conference. Yeah. Whatever. Big, so, you know. Yeah. So if you have an undefeated one of those, mm-hmm. so like Boise State sometimes, or last year it was yeah. Who the Southern Southern Michigan or whoever the heck was they, it? Okay. Remember they were like undefeated yeah. or something. Like so, you take that or you take the next best team, which in this case would be Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because this year it's not like all of the conference champions. So you I, so it should be in my in my vision it would be Clemson and is it Georgia or Oklahoma? I think Oklahoma's too, right? Um. Yeah, Oklahoma's too. Yep. Yeah, they are. Clemson. Yeah. So Clemson, Oklahoma get a bye week. Mm-hmm. So in my in my view, Georgia would play. Um, actually, Alabama wouldn't make it in my in my thing because of UCF, right? Undefeated UCF. Where are they at? Um, they're in the top ten, aren't they? They're uh, they're twelve. Yeah. So oh, 12? Georgia would play UCF because that's fair. UCF's undefeated, mm-hmm. and then. Ohio State would play USC, which is already happening anyway. And then the winners of those would play Clemson and Oklahoma. Right. And the winner of that plays in the national championship game. Here's something interesting. So um, percentage of teams in a bowl game, and this is for 2017. So um, the ACC has 71%. um, Big 12 is at 80%. Big 10, 57 Pac-12, uh, 75, and the SEC's got 64. So they're last. 
So the last, yeah. And then you look at top 25 teams in final rankings. Um, so these are, you know, these are per conference. So the ACC, this is awesome. The ACC has four teams ranked in the top 25. Big 12 has three. Uh, the Big 10 has five teams ranked in the top 25. Yep. Uh, the Pac-12 um, has four, and the SEC has five. Um, let's see. Number of teams with a winning record. Um, again, SEC finishes last there, it looks like. Actually, no, they're, no, they're up there, right in the middle of the pack. Um, let's see what else we got here. Non-conference. Yeah, they're all over the place here. But I thought it was interesting, just the, the, the ranked, the number of final ranked teams. So you've got the Big Ten with, like, five and the SEC with five. I mean, doesn't that say something? Yeah. About the, about the strength of conference? You know well, I mean? and, like, the other thing is, like, so what, Alabama's going to end up playing Georgia? Like, who wants to see that? Well, also, you look at the different, so, like, depending on most of those, like the Big Ten and the, and the SEC, you've got two divisions uh, in there, and it'd be interesting to go and look and see, um, you know, which which division was, was uh, more competitive and stuff. But, yeah. Um, it's just a joke. And the other thing is, I mean, the whole college, fo- college football is, a, this is why I don't like it. This is why I like the NFL. Because I just I like being able to track players. I like being able to like you win your division, you're in. Because in the NFL a couple years ago, do you remember Marshawn Lynch beast mode run, the original beast mode run? The yeah. uh, Seattle Seahawks went into the playoffs at seven and nine. They played a like ten and six New Orleans Saints team, and they beat them because they won their division. That's all that matters. If you win your division, you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. This is interesting. But then you have these teams like UCF, right? So UCF's undefeated, and they're playing Auburn. So what happens if UC, if undefeated UCF beats Auburn? Then they were undefeated for the whole year, and then they would have beat Auburn. And then it's like, well, I guess maybe they should have been in the playoff. Mm-hmm. So they should have been in the playoff? That's great consolation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, who was it that you said? we? Uh... Like Boise State all those years. You know? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know exactly, yeah. Um, it's a joke. It's what? it's just college football. It it's a joke. <laughs> and you know what? I see them all standing for the anthem, and it still doesn't help Ohio State. Wow! <laughs> oh my gosh! I cannot believe you just said that. Um, it's okay. Apparently, we have the audacity to talk politics. Yeah, we do. How dare we? How dare Bring we? How dare we speak politics? <laughs> uh, every once in a while, Matt, you know, just takes off on a little comedic rant about politics it's yeah. fun you know um last point real quick uh so the team iowa we, we lost iowa Ohio state lost iowa yeah who was ranked 24th power right. football power index at the end of the year right yeah which is pretty cool are right? they ranked now yeah they're in the top 25 yeah okay there we go yeah so they're what 24 yeah they're 24 um and then they beat iowa state who beat oklahoma yeah let's oh, say that again oklahoma's ranked number two number two um Iowa beat Iowa State. Iowa State beat Oklahoma. Just throwing it out there. I know. It's a joke. All right, Azzy, what's your prediction? What's your college football college football prediction here for the, um, for the Final Four? What's going to happen? I think Clemson's going to destroy Alabama. So one versus four there. Um, interesting game will be Oklahoma um, versus Georgia. And I think Oklahoma's going to shred them. I do too. And I think it's really going to come down one versus two to be Clemson. I think, I think the... the the top two teams were pretty clear to see. 
I do think Oklahoma was, was pretty doggone good. I think and Clemson's I, even. I think they're. Yeah, I don't know. But I think it's going to come down to those two. I think Alabama is going to benefit from not having played. They're going to get a lot of their defensive guys back, and it's going to be a very close game. It's going to be a very high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. I I'm going to give the nod to Alabama. I think Alabama is going to play in the national championship for the third year row, and they're going to play Baker Mayfield yep. and Oklahoma. And even though I said earlier in the year yeah. I hate Baker Mayfield, sometimes yeah. the enemy of my enemy yeah. is my friend. Yeah, and <laughs> I utterly hate Nick. Saban with a passion. Okay. I think he's the most overrated coach ever. I mean, tell he was me. pretty good in the NFL, wasn't he? I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he had a great run at the Dolphins. I mean, tell me, as who's a better coach, Pete Carroll or Nick Saban? Wow, Pete Carroll. I mean, yeah. won college and in the NFL. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh does pretty well in college. Took a team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. If Nick Saban's so good, why can't he go up to the NFL? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, well, and here's the big thing too. What, what they're talking about this year with Nick Saban is he's lost. Um, oh gosh, I just forgot his name. He's the coach at Georgia, I believe. Yeah. The old defense, his old defensive coordinator. Teams were putting up points on oh, Alabama. No. Like they they had put up more points, especially at the end there. Yeah. SEC teams that they had really yeah. done well in the past, and so. It's more of him being this this recruiter, right? He's this great recruiter um, at the college football level, you yeah. know. So I mean, take Bill Belichick. Put Bill Belichick. This is why. This is why I don't follow college. It's it's amateur. College is amateur. Yeah. Ta- and clearly, I mean, the NFL they've got it figured out. Okay. Mm-hmm. The only thing I like more in college than the NFL is I like in college one that they stand for the anthem, and two, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I actually applaud people kneeling for the anthem. Yeah. Um. I I would do it too. Yeah, I'm right there with them. All right, it's unfair what's happening. So okay, um, been said. Yeah, I'll say absolutely. <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean, tell me, take Bill Belichick, put him in the NFL and college football, see what happens. Mm-hmm. The, no one would win a championship again. No, it's a higher level. It's a complete <laughs> Bill Belichick. It's like. You should, people try to say, oh, Nick Saban might Because sometimes people say Nick Saban's the best football coach. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. He's a great recruiter, and he has a good offensive coordinator, Lane Kiffin, in the years past. Yeah. And before him, there's there's been more. And then he had his... And he plays powder home uh, schedules. And he had a good uh, defense coordinator. Yep. Yep. I know. I know. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's all right, though. You know? Who do we play in our bowl game? USC. Let's good go. USCC, who I think also has a legitimate yeah. claim, yeah, I mean, to too. be in in the in the in the thing. What did USC benefit from playing no, no, Notre Dame? They could have played, I don't know, mm-hmm. Mercer. Yeah. Well, it is crazy because it's almost like you're exposing yourself more to. It's not like you're. It's not easy to go play. You know, like your Oklahoma or your 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 Notre Dame team or whoever it may be to go non conference. It's just it's just not easy. Um, so I let me look real quick here with uh, yeah Mercer went uh, five and six in the Southern Conference. What is that? What is the Southern Conference? Southern. <laughs> um, yeah. Wait, just, it's know. just called Southern Conference. I actually don't even know if it's um, Southern Standings. I didn't even know this exists. I'm looking at okay, so Mercer played at Auburn mm-hmm. and got lost twenty four to ten. Yeah. I do have to say we do have to go back and say something here. 
Alabama did play Florida State. Yeah, they, who was ranked number three? Who went on to win like three games? Right, and that and that is because of their quarterback. I mean, I think yeah. a lot of that was had to do with the quarterback situation. So, did they schedule what? Like, it'd be like if Baker Mayfield would have got hurt in the yeah second half of of that would have changed. Now that definitely Baker was he is their team. He's yeah. the Heisman. I mean, yeah. So that would change things drastically. So, but they still did Alabama play Florida State. Yes, they did. So I have to. And I have who to else say, did they play? Um, non conference. Yeah. Non-conference, they've got Mercer, they've got Fresno State, Colorado State. Um, it looks like that's it. Colorado State. And they here. only played eight conference games as opposed to nine. Colorado State scored 23 points against them. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's what people keep trying to say. Yeah. Now, Fresno State, they handed it to them. But, um, yeah. Well, also, you sometimes, you know, I also I often think when you're playing teams in your conference, right, and the games are closer, you know, it's it almost it kind of shows you that it is tougher, right? So like, let's say Ohio State's just edging out people. It's like, whoa, they're not blowing them out or whatever. Well, that's because that's a good quality team. You're playing a pretty good team. Now you have to watch that over the course of of the whole season. You know, for example, you've got they're blowing out Old Miss sixty six to three. They beat Vanderbilt fifty nine to nothing. They beat Arkansas forty-one to nine, Tennessee forty-five to seven. Those are blowouts. That shows me, you know, that these other teams are not even close to being, you know, competitive. They're 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 not competitive teams. They're not real. Because I go back to um, Iowa played Penn State tough. I think they yeah. lost nineteen to twenty-one. Well, I, heard, I heard people on ESPN today saying, well, maybe if like I think it's just now they're because everyone's upset. They're like, well. It's really that I that Ohio State didn't handle Wisconsin. If Ohio State had handled Wisconsin, they would have maybe they would have been it. Yeah, and that that's another thing is that it goes back to I would have rather I, as an Ohio State fan, I would have rather I was kind of hoping Ohio State was going to lose because once I saw Oklahoma win, I was like, "There's no way Ohio State's getting in." You, I was saying, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you said, right. I was like, "I don't." There's no way they're getting in. Yeah, and uh, if Wisconsin had won, then what would they have done? They still might have put Alabama in. They might have. They still. They might have. Could you imagine that? Oh man! Wow. It would, the outrage, I bet they still would have. The outrage would have been unreal. Yeah, an undefeated Wisconsin Big Ten champion who beat number eight Ohio State. Right. Mm-hmm. In the lot in the conference championship. I know, but I guess my point is though, it's just like when you see that closeness, it's like all oh, the those teams are beating each other up. Well, normally means it's pretty good. It's pretty evenly matched. Yeah, team like they're pretty, you know. It, it. I but but I think the other, the other thing you look at is how can you jump ahead when you didn't play? Because the year Ohio State got in, they were number two. Well, I think it's just because I mean they lost in front of you know. Yeah, but they, but Ohio State was number two. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they and then they didn't play, so it's not like they had they 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 fell. They, not like they fell so far. Alabama jumped up, right? Which is not even happened. though right, even though we played. Mm-hmm. And won. Yes. And be a top five team. Our second top five win of yep. the season. Yep. I know. I know, man. It's something. They well, they, like what if like what if if Clemson had lost? Should mm-hmm. Clemson have gotten in over Alabama? Or do you like yeah, that would have been a whole because they would have lost their conference championship. Whole thing because so they would have lost their conference championship to another t- top ten team. And well, yeah, they have another loss, but they played another game. It would have been a debacle. Like, does Miami go in? You know, what I'm well, saying? Miami would have to go in because they were they were like seven. So then, you, but the question would be: so then Ohio State still beats Wisconsin? I think I think that the question becomes: do you take Clemson over Ohio State, or do they just throw they Alabama? In? They absolutely. Or do you think they? Or no, do you they think they just taken, throw Alabama in? 
No, what they've but shown. But I, I would have more. I would have. I would be more okay with Clemson because at least Clemson has a like crazy schedule. Yeah, but I'm just saying they there was no they, they had room. You you're right when you say that they schedule they they put Wisconsin at four and Ohio State at eight because if Ohio State wins and those other teams loses lose, there's still a chance to throw a Clemson back in. Um, yeah, because Clemson's one and only loss was to okay they lost to Syracuse. Yeah, it's it's almost as big of. But a, did Syracuse end up in the top twenty five? Didn't they? Did they? No, Syracuse was four and eight. So I mean, it was kind of like an Iowa. It was worse than an Iowa loss, essentially. But if Clemson had lost to say number seven Miami, mm-hmm. then I don't know, man. Their schedule okay. They beat Auburn. They, they beat, beat a two loss team. They beat Virginia Tech. They beat NC State. They beat yeah. a lot of ranked teams. Then they beat South Carolina, ranked team. They have one, two, three, four, five. They had five. Rant top 25 wins going into mm-hmm. that game. So had they lost, there would have been a two-loss team. So do you take a two-loss Do you take a two-loss Clemson, who has probably a better resume than Ohio State, mm-hmm. or do you take Ohio State, who beats Wisconsin, or do you take Alabama? See, that's, that's a, again, it comes down to what I said in the beginning was your categories. Is it the champions get in, or you know, like who, who gets in, right? I mean, which is the Big Ten champion um, less than the you know, ACC or the SEC or the Big 12. How is the ACC even a Power 5 conference? I don't let's know. Get, I mean, let's just say let's, that. Let's, let's just go ahead and say that. It's Florida State, Clemson, and that's in Miami when Miami isn't like right Miami here recently had, this year. Yeah, Miami, it's been a long time since Miami's been the U. So three teams and that's it? Like, yeah. at least SEC has lsu who's historically good alabama who's historically good auburn who's historically good Mm -hmm. i mean you know georgia georgia who's historically good ohio state i mean penn state michigan ohio state wisconsin's been really good nebraska historically is very is very good nebraska further back than further well at least the 90s i mean not like crazy far away but right michigan state as of late has been really good yep yep I know, I know. When you see the ACC, even like even like the pack, like the pack, like UCLA. I think you well, I, you better watch out because UCLA is back to being a very good team. Yeah, USC, who might be historically like you know one of the best teams ever. Mm-hmm. Oregon, who recently has been very good. Mm-hmm. Stanford's usually really good. Yep, but it, it, I I think just Clemson and Florida State in the last couple of years has just elevated that conference. They're just that's sort of you know is viewed a little higher. So. All right, yeah. I mean, Matt's just disgusted it's over there. It's a joke. It's just it's a it's a joke. Yeah, you just wish there was more, and I, I wish there was more um, clarity as to what you have to do to get in. To get in, yeah. So, wow, guys. All right. Well, let us know what you think of the. Uh, yeah, I mean, hold on a second here. Okay. Real, qu- real quick, the ACC. Mm-hmm. Okay, Clemson. You got like Boston College, uh-huh. Louisville. I mean. Maybe in basketball, the ACC is a big deal. Okay, Virginia Tech. Okay, I mean, every once in a while. Georgia Tech, Pittsburgh, Virginia, Duke, and North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a basketball powerhouse, but football? Yeah, I know. When's the last time Duke had a good football team? They were in the championship game a couple. They were a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. But, no, I, but that's, what, that's what's interesting is that Duke's in your championship game, you know. Um, yeah, I know. I know. It uh, it's a little bit of sh- it's shocking to me sometimes to see the ACC being, 
you know, lifted so high in football. So when you've got Michigan and Ohio State and Wisconsin and, you know, Michigan State and what have you. Because I get why the SEC's been big, and I get why they've been favored. They've got some great teams and historic rivalries and things going on. Yeah, there I mean, too. okay. So, like, okay, the SEC, right? You Okay, I have it pulled up here. Georgia. Georgia is usually a very good team. If, if I mean, they're usually ranked. Yeah. Right. In the last, I'd say, 20 years, they've pretty consistently been ranked. Okay, South Carolina. Okay, whatever. Kentucky. Every once in a while, Kentucky has a pretty decent team. Missouri. Okay, Florida. Mm-hmm. Florida has always pretty much been a very good team, especially when Urban Meyer was there. Vanderbilt, who's not – I mean, this year you know, this year they weren't that good, but they're usually – University of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. They're usually the pretty good. Yeah. Then, he hit, then he hit the SEC West. Auburn, Alabama, LSU, even Mississippi State, Texas A&M now, Old Miss, and Arkansas. Yeah. I have to say, though, Pitt – you go back to the ACC. Pitt is a team that – was traditionally a, yeah. a, a look good. Isn't that where Dan Marino went? I think it was. It might have been. Um, I think it was. Uh, NC State has been good from time to time. I'm trying to think of another team there. So, so yeah, it's just sort of like it's weird. It's weird how it's evolved, I guess, you know. Um, but, yeah, I didn't want to forget Pitt because they're a pretty big deal. Yeah. So Okay. In closing, I'll just say this. Yeah. UCF's undefeated. Yeah. Put them in. Who was that? Who was that? Team? Get him in there. Yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, we, uh, that's it. Yeah, we're gonna. Matt's we're gonna. He's just gonna brood over this for a while, and uh, it is what it is. You know. Houseteats out. Alabama is in. Stay tuned. Hey there, listeners. This is Tiffany from Swish and Flick. If you're still not satisfied with your helping of Second Breakfast, you should head over and join Swish and Flick for some 11sies in the Great Hall at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Swish and Flick is a new podcast fresh out of the oven doing a complete reread of the Harry Potter series. We're breaking down each chapter and diving into all the details. So be warned, there are spoilers. We're also covering things like Fantastic Beasts, Wand Lore, and the Universal Studios Wizarding World of Harry Potter. We know that the futures of civilization rest with the one ring to rule them all, but sit back, relax, and have some butterbeer with us. You can find us at Swish and Flick Cast or Swish and Flick Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, and Facebook. Podcasts are loaded every Sunday to major sites like iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. Always remember to have some afternoon tea and don't let the muggles get you down. And we're back. Yeah, and uh, we're talking, um, not sure if we mentioned this before, but now we're going to be talking about a little Game of Thrones news. Yeah. Right? So before we jump into, we'll have Dragon Ball Super here at the end, but a little snidbit here for the folks. Yes, so Sophie can Sophie Turner um, talking about her schedule coming up with the Dark Phoenix X Men movie, which I'm uh, super stoked for. Yep, um, kind of said in talking about her schedule. Oh well, Game of Thrones will probably come out in 2019. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, I don't, like HBO hasn't officially confirmed it, but all signs kind of lead to that it is going to 2019. And if, and if she's saying that, probably seems to make sense that it will in fact be coming out in 2019. Yeah, I mean, uh, she said that, and then the uh, Liam, the guy that plays... Yeah, Davos. Uh, we, so we've Davos. talked about it before. Uh, he yeah. basically was alluding to the shooting schedule, and we talked about it, I think, once before that. <clears throat> there were some rumors while the season was going on 
about um, it, it possibly coming out in 2019, but it's looking more and more like it. Um, I'll go ahead and say it's probably coming out in 2019. Let's just go ahead and say it. Yeah, and I mean, they, I think what they were saying as well was that uh, we heard anyways that it might be coming out later, like what? What did they say? Like uh, April, May, April or May? But that's nor- that's normally when it comes out. This year it was pushed back because they had to film in the winter, and again, that's another thing that's going to cause the next season. They have to film in winter, and there's going to be big, long, massive episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so more production time you want, and they and HBO is probably just dumping. Who knows how much they're they're dumping yeah. into the budget for this? Probably a lot because we a were talking lot. about how like essentially the it's almost like each episode is like a movie. Yeah, really. well, and they need the season to be big. One because it's been built up so much. Two, they know they can win so many awards because mm-hmm. everyone's going to be watching. And three. This sets up, as we know, they have potentially five prequel show plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they need they want this to be good. That way they can get as much money and best bang for their bucks. So. Oh, yeah. Keep keep going. Keep the yeah. momentum going. Yeah. So I definitely think it'll happen. Uh, the question is, what fills the void? In 2018. Yeah. So <clears throat> the question becomes, Yeah. what comes out first? Mm-hmm. Season, is it nine? Mm-hmm. Season nine of Game of Thrones? Or season eight? I, I think it's season eight of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Season eight, season eight of Game of Thrones or The Winds of Winter. Um <clears throat> What do you think? <laughs> this is just staring at me like I, I mean, Because we we have differing opinions on this. This might get into a good old fashioned debate here. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm You're gonna really s- gonna have to go out on a limb to say <laughs> no, what you want to say. I have faith. <laughs> I don't know. I just have a feeling. <laughs> no, it's not about Book's faith. coming out. Okay. Winds of Winter will be out in 2018. Mark my words. Wow. I'm calling it. It's happening. Wow. It's finally here. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you're so optimistic about that and it's, you know, like you're you're happy because you want it to come out. I what, just, there's people, nothing else for what, him to do. Well, here's the thing. What people like you don't realize. <laughs> people like you on that side of the fence. Okay. Okay. The pressure that you are putting on, Gur, to finish this book. I got faith. See, I'm over here just saying it'll be out when it'll be out. Okay, and I don't think it's going to be out in 2018. All right. Well, I mean, if I get surprised, he has to be done. He has to be close to being done. If you look at his track record, no. I mean, you figure it was like 2005 was when uh, Feast for Crows came out, and then I think it was 2011 was when Dance of Dragons came out. So mm-hmm. how it, if he's not involved at all with the production of the show and that's not going on he's not going to awards for that or deal with any of that right it has to be the book I mean, yeah he has to be close to being done oh i bet he's close but i mean it's got to be perfect see he's going down as one of the greatest writers of all time he's trying to match our friend tolkien like he wants to outdo everybody you well, know? i think he's already there oh, <laughs> oh boy. i don't know if he is um no he is, he's great and they're, they're two different worlds but you know, I just don't think, I just don't see it. Because you're right, you have 2005, 2011, that gap being, you know, what is that, six years, yeah. right? So um, I think he needs, this one's going to be a six-year gapper or maybe maybe eight, six to eight. Now, he did just put out some weird book. Remember we saw it's like Mississippi Run or something? It's like oh edited. Oh, my gosh. By, well, I don't even know what it is. But And then we had the Book of Swords, and then um, right. there's supposed to be another, the Targaryen book coming out next year. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Some more like 
that was the thing. That was the thing. We had talked about that before, and so when yeah. I read that, I said, oh, okay, okay. That's the one we're getting. We're getting yeah. that. We're not no, getting No, I think we're getting winter. that. I think we're going to get that. There's no way we would get both of I think we're in one year. Both. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 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 so, like, so, okay. okay. No way. So, the question, though, was which will come out first? Which so, will come out first? I guess I still – I st- the, the show or Winds of Winter. So, you I would – so I would have until actually I wouldn't have mm-hmm. 2018. I would have until like May of 2019. Yeah, um, and you when the winter is definitely coming out for the show. It could come out early 2019. Yeah, you're right. But 2018, we're not getting it. So like it'll be another because year I remember I remember him I remember now. him saying that he was taught when he gave his big thing about on his his not a blog on his on his mm-hmm. blog on right. whatever why it's called that um, he, was, not he, blog. he was yeah he was saying that like even if I finish the book. He was talking about it possibly. He's like, even if I finish the book in like June, he's like, by the time it goes to the publisher and stuff like that, it wouldn't be out until like November. So that means that the book for it to come out would need to be finished Mm -hmm. by say June. So for it to come out in 2018, it would need to be finished probably at the latest by like July. Right. Okay. So for it to come out in like May, you're probably talking the book needs to be finished by, let's say, October. Okay. So the question is, can he finish the book <clears throat> before October 2018? No way. <laughs> before October 2018? You think no. there's no way? No way. No. Well, okay. Uh, no. Because okay. then, then cause you the, were saying, so then that would, so that would, that would, so, the, so him, the publish, he, his last period in the uh-huh. book. Would have to be done probably by October 18 for us to get the book because he said he said it takes roughly like four months. Oh, you, dude, it, it's he, he said oh he said it takes God. like he takes it he said it takes around like four to five months, um, just because then you're talking about you know promotion, publishing, you've got to like you know all the production that actually goes into printing a book. Um, he said it takes a couple months. Right. Okay. <clears throat> so he has to finish writing the book. By say October of 2018. Okay, he's not only doing uh, um, Mississippi uh, role. He's got night flyers going on. He's got some <laughs> some smaller novels going on. Um, he's got the Jets Giants. He's always talking about them on his. You know, he's yeah. I mean, he's, he's attending a couple. That. He goes to the Hugo Awards. Yeah, exactly. Some some conventions, some award shows. I mean, what in the heck? I think the book's coming out in 2018. Holiday 2018. No, um, but I have until 2019. I have until I have until I have until the early 2019. Yeah, you do. it's coming out. I'm calling. I, mean, I just I don't know. I just I, cause here, I just feel like the, here's the thing. The fact that he, the fact that the show's not going on. If he can't get it out like four months before the show comes out, or five or six, or whatever, then just wait till after. Well, why? You know what I'm saying? Like it's almost like does he want this to launch during? I mean, maybe. Well, I don't know if those. I don't know if that would help or not, but. Wouldn't you want them to kind of like, like one comes out and then six months later the show comes out, or like the show comes out and then six months later, boom, there's Gers' book. It's awesome. Yeah, you know, maybe it launches simultaneously. Maybe they do. But yeah, uh, but maybe he doesn't not care because it's maybe coming. It's coming out in 2018. I just, I, I don't know. I just, yeah. I just have a feeling. Um, I just got I something think, for I keep, you. I keep up. <clears throat> I keep up on Gers' blog. And he's been feeling optimistic a lot lately. Uh, not 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 anymore because Eli benched. Eli, yeah, question Eli mark, question got mark. benched. That's November twenty ninth, and he was feeling. He says Geno Smith really. Yeah, and you're benching him to start Geno Smith is ins- that's insane. That is well, first of all, that was insane. 
Yeah. And now they went back to Eli. Yeah. It's so, a joke. And he was feeling angry about it. Yeah. And he said, oh, life is miserable and full of pain. Okay. <laughs> so just want you guys to know. I love his blog. It's, what's going on. It's so, well, it's not a blog, but. <laughs> it's not a blog. It's um, like his life. Yeah. But you have to. Uh, it. It. We we joke about his his not a blog, but honestly, to kind of understand Gurr, you really need to read it because this yeah, is his like day to day life, right? And it's like, and he does talk. He will put in their like Game of Thrones little hints and secrets all the time. So you actually got to read it, right? Yeah, yeah. There's he's not really on Twitter. He's not like J.K. Rowling on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So I mean, we'll we'll, have to, we'll actually have to tear through this because this Night Flyers post looks like it might have some. Some game of their own stuff, but we'll have to read it later. Yeah. Um, and then we'll get back to you guys on what on what that says. But yeah, yeah I, I just So the question becomes. <clears throat> I just don't think so. I think it's coming out twenty eighteen. But it's definitely I'm I'm saying it's definitely coming out before the thing, whether it's early twenty nineteen or late twenty eighteen. I just have a, I have a feeling that Too many other projects. Gurr is gonna I'm gonna say June. June next year, Gurr's gonna post it's finished. Okay. I just I, he has to be close, and he, he's he's given us a couple sample chapters. See if he did that, then and you can get it out I think there it's just the, the fact beginning that, of the fact that the show's not going to be on the air. I think is gonna give Gurr that just that mindset of like, okay, it's time to finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's like he doesn't have that weight on him, right? Not that he's really super involved in the show. Because actually, he's really kind of not. Like, he is an executive producer. He does right. kind of oversee things. Um, but it seems more and more, the more I've read about it, it seems like he's actually not really involved. Like, he had a conversation with the showrunners like two years ago mm-hmm. where he basically gave them the outline, and that was kind of it. So right. I don't think he's really in contact with it. But I think he watches it meticulously. You know what I mean? Like, he watches the episodes and all the stuff. And so. Yeah. I take it back. Night Flyers <clears throat> was actually something that he's published before, but he's just getting. Yeah, he talks about it. Yeah. He talks about all his old books, which yeah. are weird and have like nothing to do with Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, you know, I hope you're right, but I know you're wrong. So, no, I'm, it's happening. <clears throat> I mean, it's okay. Mark it down. Why wouldn't he? December 9th. Why, the question is, why wouldn't he have it finished? Dude, there's so many reasons. <laughs> like, because he's working on other books, and like he's, he's even just, a part of that I collaboration just, with like time. Robin Hobb and all those different people. I just think it's time. Um, I just have a feeling. He I has a new Targaryen book or whatever coming out. But I, I, Wikipedia, uh, a Song of Ice and Fire wiki people write that. No, I mean, I, I think he's, I mean, <sighs> I, 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 he gets too involved with it. And then I, there's just stuff happening. I, just, so. I don't know. It's time. I have faith in Gur. Remember, remember when, uh, do you well, remember, remember? He's writing as, two books at once. Yeah, do you remember when uh, when we watched the Hodor episode and you said, Gur's a genius. He I get a genius. It. Yeah, and for all the time we were thinking, man, Gurr's going to screw us over. He's, he's going right. to be everyone's going to die, all this stuff. Right, and then you believed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe in Gurr. No, well, you're, okay. you're pressuring Gurr. See, <laughs> yeah. once I saw Ho- I the, the Hodor episode, I have been saying since that moment, I've been saying, back off of Gurr. The book will come out when it comes out, and I think it's time. No, I mean he will decide when it's time. See, <laughs> when you say, "Oh, I think it's time," and fans no. out there say, "Oh, no, I think he's coming." You know, no, no, no. Not like, not like, oh, it's time for it. We need it. I'm just saying, I just feel like he's close to being done. Okay. I'd love to interview him. What's that? Oh, I'd love, I, yeah, Gur, if you ever want to. <laughs> um, George, just hit us up. We'd, we'd yeah. love to interview you. But and we can talk no about pressure, we don't though. Have, we don't even have to talk to Yeah, I was going to say, no pressure. We can talk we about can Eli, talk whatever you want. Something else because food. Break in between your writing because I know you're still writing the book, which is fine. Yeah. 
So now remember, yeah. Wins of Winter might not be the last book. No, I don't think it is. So I just think like, hey, we're gonna get the next. That's why I think he's writing both books. Yeah. So I think he's it's just both at the same time. No. Possible. No, I think it's just he's. He I'm calling time. it. You, let us know. What do you think? All right. Well, yep. Yeah, let us know. Give a comment on iTunes. Co- comment on our Facebook page. Yep. Let us know. Tweet at us. Yep. Whatever. Let us know. Is it coming out? The show or the book, which is coming out first? Yeah. Let us know. All right, we're gonna have to move on. All right. Um, we will be right back with uh, what do we got? What do we have coming up next? Uh, time? Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball Super. So stay tuned. Hey there! If you've run out of Swish and Flick episodes and you've already had your second breakfast, then you should head over to Box Trick with Tiffany and Matt. We talk all things Zelda, Mario, Pokemon, Nintendo, and all other video games. So head on over and listen because <laughs> those Pokemon aren't going to catch themselves. And as always. Thanks for listening. Uh, and we're back. Um, so we have three episodes of Dragon Ball Super to talk about. Uh, what are we? One, 17, 18, and 19. Okay. So the last time we left off, we had Goku fighting Kefla, the uh, fusion of Khalifa and Kale. I call it beautiful fusion. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful going on yeah these episodes. there really is um so episode 117 saw android 17 and 18 fighting Rubrian and uh god the other girl's name uh, i forget i don't know team uh, love <clears throat> yeah team love we're basically basically all that episode was was really the only thing to take away from it vegeta started fighting the guy from universe three i forget his name too right now the guy who's basically ultraman he's like a superhero mm-hmm. he's like the power suit that changes right and Vegeta's just getting wailed on and he's trying to go into ultra instinct and then he mm-hmm. doesn't really work so he kind of they show like a little bit more of that fight and then it just turns into the 18 versus Ribrianne fight um and Ribrianne's talking about like you don't have this kind of you don't have love you don't get it right and then we see Krillin cheering on 18 and then she kind of as she gets eliminated um kind of understands oh no there is they do have they do have love yeah and they can feel love and Krillin's <laughs> her yeah her guy yeah, her guy yeah and it's great um and that's pretty much that episode so then let's go ahead and get to one eighteen mm-hmm. so one eighteen these these next two are huge next are huge episodes yeah so we finally saw Rubian get eliminated and and um so that that put Universe two down to three people mm-hmm. um and then a lot of these universes are were dwindling. Went right. fast. Right. So the only people left in the tournament before this was two with three people. Mm-hmm. Universe four with four people. Universe three with four people. Okay. Universe four with, I think, three people. Yep. Yeah. The, and the, those are the robots? No, the robots are three. Those three. three. Okay, okay. And then four is, we'll get to them. Uh, the oh, invi- that's right. This episode. The invisible yeah. guy, the yeah. bug. And right. the guy who did the demon right, yeah. realm mm-hmm. thing. And then you have Universe 11 with Jiren, Topo, and Dispo. So they only have three left. And then you have Universe 7. Right. Still got a lot of people left. You got Gohan. You got Piccolo. Well, yep. You're right. Yep. Well, yeah. Sorry. I missed one. But we'll go, we're about to get to it. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> so you have Dispo. Or excuse me. So you have Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Piccolo, Android 17, 18, and Frieza. And then Dang you have so. Universe 6, who has the two Namakians, mm-hmm, right. but not for much longer. Right, right, right. So 
episode 118, we see the remaining people in universe two. Um, sorry, I don't remember the names and I don't have the list pulled up in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we basically see that universe two has been actually like broadcasting the tournament to their people. Um, whereas we know universe seven, like specifically did not do that. Um, so, and another kind of funny thing, they get like the powers of like Rebrian and stuff like that. Their universe sends them their love. Yeah, they do. It's just hilarious because these aren't like girls characters. You know what I mean? They're like these like weird guys. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, do you have the, you have the list pulled up? Yeah. I'm trying to get their pictures just to, so you've got, um, What's this, Zar- Zarbudo? Zarbudo, yeah, he was one um, of them. He was one of them, this guy right here. Um, Zerloin. Yeah. Okay. And this other guy, Rub- I don't even know how to say that. Uh, Rabanra? Rab- yeah. Rabanra? Okay. I have Rabanra. No idea. Anyway, those three guys yeah. basically are teaming up fighting Goku, a very weakened Goku after his fight with uh, Kefla, or Yeah, Kefla. Um mm. And... Then seventeen and eighteen step in and they're helping they're helping Goku. Basically, excuse me. It's late. Mm-hmm. Um basically what kinda happens there is they all do they're basically fighting Goku and seventeen eighteen and they do a super love black hole. Yeah, they 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 transform into basically rebrand too. Yeah, like the, the, Which is hilarious. Yeah. So awesome. And then uh they did a couple of things, you know, like like I, what I thought was kind of funny. I mean, that's the big one. Yeah. Also, but like, like they were doing like the love um, cannon, cannon. Yeah, they were doing, they were doing the same thing. Ribrand was. Yeah, all those like different that. moves. And well, like it's just corny. great. I I know people like a lot of people online have been upset about Universe Two. Like they just they just find them annoying and stuff. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I thought they were funny. I th- I love Universe Two. I think they're hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically. They Goku gets kind of trapped into this black hole, and he's talking about like it. Their plan was it was. I love that it's like love is like so heavy; it's gonna like weigh you down. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. that that kind of a thing. And so their plan was to actually have it like crush through the stage, right? But so you have Goku, um, and we'll get we'll, we'll get to the. But anyway, Goku powers up, and he's getting ready to fire Kamehameha. Right. So now on the other side of the tournament, yep. you have Piccolo and Gohan fighting the two Namekians left from universe Mm -hmm. six yep um and so both those guys we kind of we kind of learn had absorbed we talked about the namekian fusion right um Mm -hmm. they had fused with it looks like like villages of people right so they had like they had acquired a lot of power um throughout before the tournament oh man excuse me sorry Mm mm-hmm um, they acquired a lot of power. So we actually get a, a lot of really cool moves in this. So Go, Gohan's in Ultimate, or Mystic. Um, he's, like, really powered up. Piccolo's there. He's strong. Um, we see Piccolo get knocked down. Uh, Yeah. And then we get, like, an inside it, Piccolo. Did thing. it seem like he was struggling yeah. fighting these guys? Yeah. yeah. Like, like I don't mean, like, physically. I mean, like, I'm instant, like. Yeah, he was, fighting, he was fighting Namekians, you know, and they, yeah. they kind of mentioned that, too. Like, Krillin said that. Yeah. Um, you might be able to pull up their names here. Uh, gosh, I think it's right here. It says Places. Um, Frost was there. It's one of these guys, I'm guessing. I don't know which one, though. Mm. Universe 6, no? Not Megetta. Kale Hit, Dr. No. I don't know which one it would be, but that's all their names right there. Renzo. 
might have been, it was Renzo and Purina or whatever the guy's name is. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, anyway, so those two. So we kind of get this thing where Piccolo gets knocked down, and then we see the two people inside Piccolo, which is Kami and Nail um, from the Frieza arc. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. We get that. And then we also got the throwback to Piccolo's knocked down. They're getting ready to fire a big blast at him. And Gohan actually steps in front and, like, kind of returning the favor. When Gohan was a kid, Piccolo died stepping in front to save, front to save Gohan to protect him from a huge blast from Nappa. So it was really cool that we got that throwback. Um, and then basically Gohan says, hey, I've got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take these guys on. Mm-hmm. You start charging the uh, special. special beam cannon. I was going to try and say the Japanese name, but it's like Makakan Sopo or something. Mm-hmm. Um Piccolo starts charging the second uh, special beam cannon, essentially fires one off, and that's where he returns the thing, and the Piccolo yeah. gets knocked down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then basically he says, okay, we're going to do it again. Gohan's taking him on. Um, Gohan starts charging the uh, Kamehameha wave the same time Goku is inside the black hole. Right, yeah. So we kind of get that. That's a throwback again to like the father-son Kamehameha we saw in the Cell, cell games, although it's like different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically Gohan... Goku fire it, and then uh, the one of the Namekians like is coming through the blast, about to hit Goku or Gohan, mm-hmm. and uh, Piccolo fires a special beam cannon. Right. So then we get a double elimination at the same time yeah. of Universe Two and Universe Six. Yep, yep, crazy. It was, it's a really cool moment because like the music's playing. The music has been really good lately yeah. mm-hmm. music in these past couple of episodes, i gotta say it's been phenomenal um and it's all like new individual themes for that episode because it's like they they're remixing the main theme limit break survivor mm-hmm. um, but they're remixing it in like really cool different ways i noticed it again in the following episode yeah but it was like a spe- it was specifically done for that episode so that i gotta give them a shout out for that that's really cool um but so then we get the double elimination so universe two gets knocked out first mm-hmm. or i guess they they show them get wiped out erased first yeah and that was cool and like everybody in their universe is fine with it and they all say like we're oh, going yeah. now love. yeah bye yeah, see bye. ya love see you <laughs> and then uh universe six yeah yeah they're gone i know uh the universe six, the universe would... six angel finally was like you know what after all this i liked champa yeah yeah it was like, and i like champa too sad to see him go i like i kind of i mean yeah he's kind of i guess a villain i guess i didn't realize quotes. until this episode that the gods also are limited yeah what yeah just like what I know, and then we kind of got that last. We kind of got that. Uh, we, oh god, Kaba saying Master mm-hmm. Vegeta, good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we got um, we got Champa saying bye to Beerus. Right, gives him a and funny Beerus, face. Yeah, gives him a funny face, and then Beerus was kind of saying there. You could tell Beerus is upset. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yep, because they're competitive, but I mean, yeah, he was emotional. They're brothers. Yeah, he turned his back almost in a sense, like he didn't want to. Engage it. Just want didn't want to see him go. Didn't want to see him go and, and and stuff. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I think that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna come back. Yeah, that's not gonna sit well with Beerus. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it hit home, right? Yeah. So because the the gods are somewhat kind of removed and a little arrogant and right and, and really there's you. really there's no real ties between any of the gods except for that that two is Beerus and yeah Beerus and and Chama because they're right. brothers right. So all the other and, gods are just, you know, they're all just different people, totally different right. backgrounds and stuff. Oh man, so yeah, they're uh, they're gone. Um, I mean, hit everybody like the people like you got yeah. really used 
to Universe Six. You know what yeah. I mean? Real comfortable with them. Yeah, they've been there since the get go. Yeah, and Pretty I thought much. they would be like the second to last, or you know, like right right behind maybe eleven yeah. to go like eleven. Is yeah, I, yeah, I thought it, I thought it would come down to those three. Yeah, but but then but then man, I mean, once once you saw Hit go fight against Jir, and you're kind of like okay, and then yeah, I was totally not expecting the the fusion mm-hmm. between. Uh, Khalifa and Kale. Mm-hmm. So then once they were gone, I was kind of like, man, what's... You now you just have these two Namakians. Seems like we're quickly getting... Man, these last three episodes... To like, the end of this tournament boom, or something. Yeah. But I think the, the tournament may end, right? There's episodes after that's going to talk about what well, happens, Well, who knows? Right? The tournament might not really even end. end. Like, something might happen. We still don't know. I feel like I, we still don't know as much yeah. about the end game tournament okay. as we did. So we still have one, one other episode to get through. Yeah. Um, so one nineteen, um, we see Universe Three. That's like the Ultraman guy fighting Vegeta, who's ticked now that Kaba and mm-hmm. the Saiyans are gone. Right. I mean, I, I, I mean, I still think they're going to come back because they've totally been tweet teasing a Planet Sadal arc, and you know, I mean, so yeah. that's going to come at some point down the line. However, it happens, we'll see. Right. Um. But so Vegeta eliminates the Ultraman guy, which I was kind of surprised because we've seen a lot of him lately. Yeah. The guy who has like the belt and can change his power, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. We've been. I just. I didn't think his elimination was gonna be that quick. Well, what was crazy is that actually it wasn't um, Vegeta that eliminated him. Um, it wasn't. No. So remember, it looked like it looked like Vegeta had. Tripped oh, that's him right. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. Yeah. It was that other guy. What was the other guy? It was called? the invisible guy. Yeah. From Universe Four. So Universe Four actually lost three people this episode. Yeah. They lost. Oh God, you might be able to, if you pull up Universe yeah, yeah. Four. I'll pull up. Um, there was the there was the blue guy who basically creates this like demon realm illusion thing, where Gohan and Gohan Piccolo and stuff, Goku and stuff were fighting. Um, essentially Universe Nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were fighting like the spirits of Universe Nine. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of figured out this was kind of a big pick, Piccolo episode, um, just because Piccolo got a lot of uh, a lot of like tactician stuff in. Hey, you try this, try this, try this, right? Which was cool. Um, yeah, you might be able to. If you, yeah, the first guy that they the um, his name is however you say that, Matt. Uh, <laughs> Gamasaurus. Okay. Yeah, Gamasaurus was the invisible guy. Right. So once they got out of like the realm, the demon, the whatever realm they knocked that guy out so so then they started fighting gamma saurus was an invisible guy um so then they took care of him pretty quickly uh what they did was go uh piccolo and gohan essentially created a bunch of like dust so that way they could see him so then once they saw him he was eliminated pretty quickly um and then they started fighting yeah damone who was the bug but he eliminated piccolo yeah he did yeah yeah and then almost eliminated gohan right Right. Yeah. Um, and then and then that led. Who's the god of destruction of that universe? Um, uh, it's like uh, I always forget his name. Let's see. Leaders. Qua. This guy. Um, Quatella. Quatella. Yeah. yeah Quatella. So Quatella. It, so in the manga, as I've been reading, um, like not reading the manga, but I've been re- watching videos of people talking about it. I don't know if it's ever stated in the thing, but in the manga right now, the manga is like quite a bit behind. Um, like the tournament of power has not is getting is about to start in the manga, um, but I guess it's stated that Quatella once beat Beerus in arm wrestling. Wow! Yeah, he's like the rat god. He's like a little mouse or something. Hmm. Um, yeah, but so once uh, Damon's gone, so 
that universe gets eliminated. Right, they're gone. And yeah. he and Quatella did not take it lightly. He was he was upset. He was like, I'm not going to sit by this. Right. And then he acted like he was going to do something. He acted like he was going to do something. Right. And I was like, what can you do? I was waiting for yeah. him to like go ahead like charge at like Zeno or something or you know yeah. whatever. But that did not happen. Yeah. Like like they literally raised their hand like ah and gone. gone. <laughs> so like, now oh. we have three universes left. Yeah. We have three who has the three like three robot guys and then that doctor mm-hmm. and then we have seven who now has the two androids frieza goku go gohan uh vegeta and then universe 11 dispo topo jiren yeah that's so the question so i mean let's talk about piccolo leaving so piccolo had a pretty good tournament he eliminated yeah. quite a bit of guys fought pretty well um it, but it was time yeah once, it was. The, once the namekians were gone there yeah. really wasn't a whole lot for Piccolo to offer, yeah. Narratively, mm-hmm. um, and like it, I think it was time that Universe Seven had another elimination. Yeah, they just had too many people. I was like, somebody's got to go here because like we're yeah. just stacked. I mean, it's just kinda so. Like, the question is, who? What happens next? So I think I think next it's it's obviously Universe Three is going to be gone. Whether that's yeah. a one or two episode thing, right? The big I, so the spoilers and stuff, and people have been teasing, and the, there's been rumors that they can actually like. And because remember when they talked about fusion, they said we don't need it for obvious reasons. Uh-huh. The big rumor is that they can like transform, like Megazoid, <laughs> right? Like <laughs> they can merge together. Right. Um, so even if you do that, which I think is likely and is going to happen, um, that's like a one or two episode thing. I don't know. I I don't think that Universe Seven is going to lose anybody until it's just them versus. Like they might lose eleven. One. They might lose one more. Who, who, who? Let's see. Maybe Android eighteen. Yeah. yeah, I think she's the next likely to go. But I kind of feel like Android seventeen and eighteen would go at the same time. I here here's what I kind of think is going to happen. Okay. I think, I think it's just going to be complete universe three is complete fodder. I think they're gone. Maybe even Jiren just one punches a mob. Like yeah, just let's get them out of the way so we can get down to the final fight. Right. Which is going to be, um, seven verse eleven. Okay. So what I think is going to happen, I think that Android 18 is going to eliminate Dispo because he's the most likely to eliminate. Because Android 18 is like, or 17, excuse me. His thing is kind of like speed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he's the most likely to, to defeat Dispo. Maybe they go out at the same time. I kind of don't think so. Because we're okay. getting down to the end now. Right. So it's it's time to start talking end game. Do they have a schedule for this? Like, do we know like when the when the episodes, episodes are? Yeah, yeah. they're kind okay. of. Is they kind of say, hey, 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 because I think that there's going to be two more. Then they're off like the week of Christmas and maybe the year of New Year's. So then there'll be one more okay. during uh, January New Year's. Yeah. Um. So. So I think we. So I think what's going to happen is I think Dispo and eighteen are going to fight. I think Dispo's going to be gone. He's the rabbit, right? Remember, right. If yep. I hit Dispo. Yep. So I think he's going to do that. I think Gohan is going to eliminate Topo, who's like the second guy. And we saw Vegeta fighting him. So what you're saying is you're leaving Jiren versus the rest of Universe 7. Yeah, and what I think is going to happen is I think Jiren's going to like clean house for a bit. Wow. I actually think... So it would be all versus Jiren. I think the next person who might get eliminated from Universe 7 is Vegeta. Crap. I just I think I just think it makes sense cuz I mean they're they're clearly teasing the Goku Jiren fight. 
Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not teasing. Oh, like everybody, like who's going to defeat Jiren? It's clearly going to come down to altering Instinct Goku and Jiren. So how do we get to that? Unless something else happens with, right? You don't think maybe like um, like you could pick off one or two people along the way? I kind of think you almost need all the remaining of the remainder of Universe Seven versus Jiren to see just how bossy. Because I think I think what's going to happen is so I think eighteen, I think seventeen eliminates Dispo. And then what I think is going to happen is is Jiren's going to go ahead and pick off eighteen, okay, or, and then that's going to make seventeen want to fight him, okay. And so then seventeen's like he's gone, right? And then it's ultimately going to come down to Goku, Gohan, and Frieza, mm-hmm. and then Jiren, yeah. And I don't know what happens then. Yeah, a lot of people. There's a lot. There's a big push online for Gokan, which would be the fusion of Gohan and Goku. Wow. Because now, because now that Goku has Ultra Instinct, mm-hmm. and Gohan has Mystic or Ultimate, which is not a Super Saiyan based transformation. Mm-hmm. It's like something beyond it. That it's its own thing. Right. Uh, but people are like, well, it's similar. It's like you know, like anybody can get Mystic. Like not anyone can get Super Saiyan because you have to be a Saiyan. Right. I see. Um. There, there's you can type in Gokan and see what comes up. Uh, people have drawn pictures. It's a it's a thing. That's yeah. a theory. A lot of there's people who are theorizing that Gohan could win the whole tournament. Um, and then again, there's uh, like with an H, like G O K H A N. G O K H, like that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. What we um, and then they just type in Dragon Ball after that. All right. Let's see here. You can see some pictures, mm-hmm. fan-based pictures, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that'd be cool. It would be cool. Yeah, father-son, team-up. Yeah, and the Patara earrings still exist. Right. In universe, whatever. So, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I think Universe 3 is like a, is there for like one or two episodes. I think they're gone after that. Um, There's only like 13 minutes left in the tournament. Right. All right. You ready for my prediction? Yeah. I think there are a couple more people, similar to yours, but I think they're going to pick off one person. I don't know if it's, if it's, I don't know who, but I think somebody's getting, it's got to be the androids. You know, yeah. they're, 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 they might be gone with these robot things. Right. Okay. And then, you know, one of the other original crew members comes in, saves the day. Cause the other thing is too, is that three could still fight 11 yeah. and they could just do But it always seems to be that they're, all ganging up on seven, seven yeah. you know, which would make sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, take out some of the androids, and then you're right from there. Um, so who was the god of destruction for for Universe uh, Eleven? Uh, it's the clown guy. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who he has? I think has even stated that like Jiren's stronger than him. Right. Okay. Well, I'll just go ahead and say it. I think Jiren wins this whole thing. And then he wishes everybody back. Maybe. Possible. Wouldn't that be crazy? It would be. You know, because like, then Go- like Goku doesn't win. and I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, there will be some fusion. There'll be some tricky stuff go down. They'll Dude, push I, themselves I, to I've the seen, limit. I've seen, people, I've seen people say, Geekdom 101, I listen to him a lot. He's uh-huh. theorized that he's like, I th- he says that Goku and Jiren, it's going to come down to those two, or maybe those three with Frieza, Goku Frieza is just kind of hanging out. Goku Jiren actually like double eliminate the, each other, like it's a Whoa. draw or something, and then Frieza wins. Whoa! I think that's kind of likely. 
I think it's kind of likely at this point that Frieza wins. Just by standing because, by. Because they keep showing him saying, like, I need you to win. I need this. I need this. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to be. And I just think, like, narrative because narratively, in, like, unless they have something. Because pl- I I, we know they've talked about the Planet Sadal arc with Vegeta and, you know, going to see the universe Six Saiyans. Yeah. But I don't know if that's like a huge arc or that's going to be like a four or five episode like in between arcs. Mm-hmm. So the question kind of becomes, okay, uh, like what what's next? So I think there's going to be some, whether they get the, the Dragon Balls, right, or whatever. Yeah. Wish everybody back. There's going to be, so, there needs to be some direct conflict or some revelation between either the angels hierarchy and Zeno yeah. or them just or Jiren. I mean is Jiren so scary that he can take like the Supreme Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is it, or you know what I mean? Or could they team yeah. up or something? Yeah, I don't know. Like what's gonna what's it gonna I don't know. What's it gonna take? You know? I don't know. There's so much I know the only thing that's not so the the other thing that's weird is so super takes place in a weird time. So Dragon Ball Z ends with Majin Buu. And mm-hmm. then in the epilogue of Dragon Ball Z, it, there's a seven-year gap, right? Mm-hmm. And Goku starts training Oob, who is like the reincarnated Majin Buu. So like Super takes place in that time period. So like we're getting close to that. So like are they going to – I don't know if they're going to like just go get Oob and like, okay, here's the end of Z and then we're going to go – like off that, and so I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, and then we go after that, because hmm. that's like coming up. Because they've had like a year or two. They've had like a couple of year or two skips mm-hmm. in Super so far. So like we've got to be getting close to that, or unless they just say, "Well, that didn't happen," but they've referenced Oob, like not specifically Oob. They've referenced, "Oh, there's a boy. He's really strong." Right. I won't. Yeah, Goku wants to train him. Goku in Dragon Ball GT, which isn't canon, but mm-hmm. some of that is probably likely. Goku starts training him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. There, there has to be like it's. It's not just the tournament here, right? Because yeah. all the Dragon Ball Super has been about other things, right? It's been yeah the tournaments and stuff. So like this is just one. This is one arc. Arc. Yeah. So yeah, this could. And, and it's all about, it's another... been about the super dragon balls. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there people have theorized we're going to see oh god I can't even think of his name. Um but he's like the guy who created the super dragon balls. Wow. Yeah, and how powerful is he? Wow. Does That's he That's huge. Is, yeah, does he is he beyond Zeno? Hopefully because this sounds like just like child it sounds like he, like Zeno is just set up like you know like action figures and it's just playing and having yeah. fun yeah and just eliminating people and it's like wait what yeah you know so and you, you get to like you get to like these different characters because there's multiple good guys and there's yeah. bad guys in both universes but you're like yeah, wow jaren might jaren probably jaren isn't even really a bad guy i think no. jaren's actually a good guy me too but they're just fighting for the yeah thing. they have to yeah they think goku's a bad guy yeah rebrian and all those people i mean she's like basically the sailor moon doing yeah. her awesome stuff you know she's she's great yeah, so it's I don't know. All I know is, man, every week it just gets more interesting. Yeah, it, just, it has gone fast though. I was surprised. I was like, dang! I was like, I was gonna, I was expecting like each person to kind of be, yeah, you know, powering up and more and more happening, and like it was gonna be a struggle to get each person out. But it's like, no, like they're just, yeah. I mean, in two episodes they knocked off what three, three from universes. one. Yeah, so 
That's just radical. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't really. The only thing I know is I think the universe three stuff with the robots is going to be like two episodes. So then, the, the yeah, you're right. Maybe Android 18 has gone. She's the most likely, I think, to get knocked off next. Yeah. Uh, you never know, though. I mean, Vegeta, I could see Vegeta doing something where he's because Vegeta talked about not wanting to fight Topo. He's like, I want to fight Jiren. Yeah. Let, do we let see Vegeta ult- do we see Ultra Instinct Vegeta? Yeah, we do. We do because it's been teased. Well, because I think they they're uh, the part of it, and the, the peanut gallery has been mentioning this is that Goku is so depleted. They're so depleted because of all the energy that they've spent on all this fighting. Like at one point, the androids are like carrying him. You know, like yeah. they've got their arm under his shoulder and just you know. Yeah, because if it because if it just if it just goes normal Dragon Ball route, then it's going to be. Goku has to fight Jiren, and it's going to go down to Goku, Vegeta, and then Vegeta gets Vegeta, as always, mm-hmm. you know, like saves the day where Vegeta holds somebody off long enough so mm-hmm. Goku can power up and do it. Mm-hmm. Or unless they go with the Cell Saga route where Goku gets knocked out and it's Gohan. Yeah, but I don't think Gohan. He is doesn't seem ne- big of a player in this. It just doesn't. No, seem Gohan doesn't have nearly the power Goku does. Yeah, like it's not even close because yeah. Gohan, I don't even think could. I mean, Mystic and or Ultimate is pretty dang powerful. I would argue it's probably comparable to Super Saiyan three. I think. Mm-hmm. I just I think it's pretty. It's somewhere around that realm, but I mean, it's nowhere close to like God. Yeah. Or Golden Frieza. Yeah. Yep. And then again, we don't know Frieza's thing. Maybe Frieza can go Ultra Instinct. I don't know. Gosh, he's does been Frieza, watching. He's been watching. Does Frieza so. fight Jiren? No. I think you might be right on that whole thing. Just sits it out, or or maybe he has to. Maybe he's hoping. Maybe he's a, hoping Goku can weaken Jiren enough to where Frieza can beat him. Right, and then Frieza tries to beat Goku, so Frieza's left, and then Frieza gets the Dragon Balls. Jeez, that's crazy. I thought it was just the last that would be, universe, I, and I think that would be well. It would be, but then I don't know. Maybe maybe Frieza says, I don't know. Zeno, the Zeno is so fast and loose with the rules. Maybe Zeno's like, well, we should fight. So then he would fight a very weakened Goku. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think I think narratively that would make the most sense. It would be super interesting that Universe 7 fights so hard to beat all these other universes. And then they're, defeat, like they're defeated, mm-hmm. air, qu- air quotation marks, within. You, right? Yeah, right. From their own ranks. I, I just came up with, I think I, think I know what's going to happen. Okay. I, I literally just, just, it just came to me. Um, I think during the fight, I think Jiren has been... He's been hoping, and I think he's been watching and wanting Goku to power up. Goku's not strong enough yet, yeah. and Jiren needs him stronger. I'm coming from a different angle here, right? Jiren needs Goku stronger, and during their fight at some point, they're going to have that little sidebar where no one can hear them or whatever, and they're, they're in the midst of their fighting, and there's this moment where it's basically like it's time for them to take out either the angels or yeah. Zena or something like that. And Grand priest, yeah. Right. And he needs them. He needs to, you know, Goku to be ready for that moment. I it's think possible. I think it's all a facade and it's it's, it's coming it's it's coming to, it's coming down to the wire and really we're I think we're I'm going to I'm just guessing. I think we're one to two episodes from really seeing what's going to happen because I literally think that the the universe th- universe 3 is going to be gone in the in the next one or two episodes. Yeah, me too. Yep. So then it comes down to eleven verse seven. Yep. And how does that and how does that go? Yep, it's gonna be something. Yeah. So so 
We'll know more. We'll know more. Um, all right, guys. Uh, I guess that's it. You know, for this week. Um, let us know what you thought about Dragon Ball Super. Um, thoughts on um, college football playoffs? Is it a joke? Yes. Yes. Um, and then also uh, Game of Thrones news, things that are coming out there too. Yeah, so there's also a uh, rumors of a well, rumors slash kind of confirmed is going to be a Lord of the Rings prequel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's sort of a forbidden. We don't, you know, talk about Lord of the Rings on yeah, here. We don't but, really talk about it. And but, uh, <laughs> Last Jedi is coming out. Yeah, Last Jedi is coming out. It's going to be epic. So I uh, can't wait this next week. Um, Does Luke so. die? Yeah, I think he does. Well, I think he becomes one with the Force. So. So. so Force goes yeah. in nine. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, thanks so much. Um, as always, stay tuned and stay hungry. <laughs>